Well, powering your sled at the gas station gets a little a uh, little better this morning. Gas down to uh, 131 from 135. Some of the independents as low as 121 this morning, but uh, that's, that's helpful going into the Christmas break here. And uh, if this weather pattern continues, traveling for the holidays is going to be really nice. But this morning, we have freezing rain. Uh, we're on uh, the minus four side right now and uh, lightly raining, obviously turning to a bit of freezing rain. I uh, had a few of you text at one 877 confirming either on the bypass or the highway that, yeah, that was uh, what you were commuting with. So uh, a little extra time perhaps might be necessary on the commute to drop the kids off or uh, headed to work this morning. This lack of snow has not stopped SAS Parks from launching some of their winter programs just in time for the holiday break to keep you and the kids busy. Joining me now is Robin Campesi with all the details. Welcome back, Robin. Thanks for having me, Greg. Nice to have you here. I know you've had to adjust some of the winter programming uh, due to the lack of snow. What can we do over the holidays? Yeah, there is actually um, quite a few activities kicking off over the holidays. We're starting with Skate the Park at Echo Valley, which is they flood the roads within the campground loops, and uh, they have this beautiful sort of skating trail through the trees there. It's absolutely stunning. I was at Echo Valley yesterday and I had a look and they have a great base of ice. They have a teepee set up with a wood-burning stove, so kind of a little warm-up area. They have the Ninja Warrior course ready. And then really cool this year is an offering from Back to Nature Wellness, which is a barrel sauna with a wood-burning stove inside. And those appointments are actually available on their website. Okay, so these barrel saunas. This is all out at Echo. We're still out at Echo Lake with all this activity. Tell me a little more about this. It's essentially a barrel-shaped sauna. It has a wood-burning stove inside. It's actually beautiful inside. It's all wood, quite serene. And my understanding from the Echo staff is it's being booked constantly. Is it a tent? No, it's a wood structure shaped as a barrel. Uh Uh-huh. and it has a wood-burning stove. And it's when you get inside, it would be everything you would expect a sauna to be. Excellent. Okay, well, that that's kind of random, just to go for a skate, then a sauna. I like that idea. <laughs> 45 minutes out of town, Fort Capel. It sounds like there's going to be a lot of fun. And this is all starting Boxing Day, right? Boxing Day, yeah, you bet. Actually, the wood-burning barrel sauna is available for booking even right now. Uh, there's also winter camping, which is a no-brainer, and everything's provided if you want to book those sites as well. Uh, where else do you want to take me for SAS Parks this weekend? Do you want to talk about our guided winter programming that will kick off on January 6th? We'll have snowshoes and skiing, but should the weather not cooperate and we don't have snow available, um, we will turn those into hikes. But There'll be lots of family-friendly kind of programming. It, there'll be astronomy hikes, introduction to Nordic skiing if there's snow. We have a really cool new snowshoe slash hike available at Buffalo Pound, which will be steeped in history of the Nicole Flats homestead. And there's lots of other kind of programming in our three winter parks taking place, kicking off on the 6th. And you have to pre-book those. Is that right, Robin? Yes, we do encourage people to pre-register on our website. Uh, and that's just so that we can make sure that there's equipment, enough equipment for everyone that wants to take part. Free? Free. Free with your park entry permit. That is key. But lots of value in those entry permits these days. You can literally recreate or take part in programming year-round now. Robin Campesi's my guest. So there's Buffalo Pound for Capel. Where else uh, do we want to hike and have fun? So Cypress Hills is our other winter park uh, this year. And they, of course, have the beautiful resort there. I love staying at the resort. There will be guided programming there. They will also offer the hot tub and sauna. 
And depending on the year, Cyprus can be just absolutely magical in terms of a winter wonderland. Well, there are some great ideas. Robin and Sass Parks has a lot on the website here, too. And if you just want to enjoy nature, there's that opportunity, too, right? Yeah, absolutely. I know that, obviously, the kids are out of school. People, families have time on their hands. They want to get outdoors. Lots of self-use activities we could kind of let people know about. You could pack a winter picnic. Obviously, hiking. The trails are clear right now. You could check out the bison at Buffalo Pound. They're still fat biking available at Buffalo Pound. Ice fishing is either kicking off or about to kick off, and we really encourage people to um, check the ice conditions before they head out. And then, you know, it is really a great time to just spot wildlife, such as moose, deer, birds. Um, That would be a really special encounter, too. Robin Campesi from Sass Parks. How important is bug spray this time of year? Uh, No bug spray needed, Greg. You're good to go. Thank goodness. That's why I'll enjoy the winter parks. Merry (laughs) Christmas, Robin. Merry Christmas, Greg. Well, the snow's not coming down uh, too badly here with John. It's freezing rain is, but there's a 60% chance of flurries this morning. Joining me now, Kevin Martell from the 980 CJME Newsroom. And here we are. We're getting closer and closer, and uh, it's still looking pretty decent for a brown Christmas, no matter what happens today, right? Because we're going to be three above tomorrow, four Friday. Yeah, not uh, not too bad. And I noticed just a little, a little tiny skiff of snow I, I would almost call it like flurries it was basically it was just on the on the side of uh of rain on the opposite side of rain when but was it came this? down yesterday afternoon in the northwest you as sure I you was, didn't hit your head and you were I, just dazed i had parked i had parked my car there was the evidence and when i backed out i could see a okay. little square right. that was left underneath so just very light just making sure you know keeping you honest there uh, <laughs> it's uh it, it's it's lightly uh raining and it's turned into freezing rain here this morning and uh we haven't had many mornings where we've had to worry about road conditions i think one major morning right yeah and i can't even remember that was back in november i guess i think it was yeah i want to (laughs) say early november maybe uh but uh yeah i mean in years past i mean this time of year sometimes we'll have told people about tons of closures and uh heads up on highways but yeah everything looks okay for now here's something you know well uh and all too well about is food and when uh (laughs) I look at my crazy Christmas question of the day today. It's about side dishes and Christmas treats that you could do without. What you just can't stand. Maybe you, as the Grinch would say, Jim Carrey, loathe (laughs) um, at the dinner table. I would say cranberries. And uh, it's even more disgusting for me to see it on the table. If you can see that, uh, the rim of the can still... Oh, yeah. After it's plopped into the dish. Don't ever do that. Yeah, there have been, I, you know, I don't know if I've ever been to a Christmas where cranberries were on the table in any form. I've been to Christmases where beets are on Get the table. Beets? Yeah, yeah, beets. Uh, sometimes like the, you know. I, well, they I don't, don't belong. I don't even know what it's called. I think it's like a tomato. It looks like a tomato jelly mold thing you know what i'm talking about in a bunch pan it almost it kind of looks and i'm just like whoa and yeah i've seen some of those and i've never had those you remember uh, your mother making uh uh and i i hope she did because mine did all the time marshmallow salad you know little baby colored marshmallows and whatever the heck that was uh as a kid we loved it now i just find it come on 
Yeah, salad, right? In yeah. quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay, so, and what about a treat? Candy canes. When I was a kid, I loved candy canes. Now, meh. Agreed if they're the... They pe- look great. If they're the peppermint flavor, uh, it's kind of boring. Okay. You need the cherry ones or the blueberry ones. you gotta, you got to mix it up a bit here. Six fifty-five with Kevin Martell, and uh, our price of gas has gone down to uh, one thirty-one here. That's perfect timing for the holidays. Uh, but uh, it's kind of ironic, isn't it, that we started to see that yesterday and the feds unveiled that big plan to, uh, you know, eliminate gas-powered vehicles by 2035, is it? Yeah, 100% uh, of vehicles that are sold that year have to be EV vehicles, and we're going to start to see the transition. They're going to slowly kind of increase that, I think, in just a couple of years in 2027. It's supposed to be 20% of all vehicles, and again, that just ticks up the closer we get to 2035. Of course, a big thing for a lot of people now is still the price. Yeah. The price of a new vehicle is like $66,000. Um, when you look at EVs, how much they cost, electric vehicles, they're pricey as well. A brand new electric vehicle will cost you you know, something around there too, $60,000. Exactly. And you know what? There's someone in my neighborhood that drives one of those new Ford Lightnings, I think it is, oh, the yeah, electric yeah. vehicle. Uh, and hey, I'm a truck guy. I, I, I want to buy an electric truck one day. It's just not in the cards. Cost. And also, it's all about towing capacity. Can they get through the winters? We hear that a lot. I guarantee if you were to, to look into it, I bet you the number one most searched vehicle is still a, a half-ton truck it, in our province. A Ford F-150 is, is yeah. still, oh, yeah. That that, that, I just literally just yeah. saw that the other day. It was still like top, uh, you know, people. That's that's what yeah. people want in this so province. So this province we know firsthand is going to yeah. not be... Uh, Adhering to those uh, new restrictions here too quickly, as you even know, our our own premier is uh, kind of uh, been outspoken against. But I don't know what they're thinking because you got the long haul truckers, uh, the farm tractors. It, there's just so much on top of this that is being ignored in this statement from Ottawa. Yeah, and the other big thing is infrastructure in place. And you're starting to slowly see more chargers. But, I mean, that's for the most part, let's face it, that's along the number one. Or the Yellowhead. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, you, if you live off those, If we're going to do this, there should be no place on earth that I travel that I yeah. can't find exactly. a charging station. And that's just not in the cards either. Yeah. As much as I want to go green and I want one of those electric trucks, it's going to be a while yet for yeah. me. Kevin, I'm out of time. I uh, I really appreciate you stopping by as you do every every morning. I don't sh- tell you that enough. I'll make sure to send you some cranberry <laughs> sauce this Christmas, Greg. You would. <laughs> Okay, coming up next hour, just after the 7.30 news, 7.40, a direct line to Santa Claus in the North Pole. If you want your kids to be talking to Santa, I want you to call my producer Frank now at one 7275 Maybe the kids are still sleeping. That's okay. Give us their names and your name and number. We can call you back so we can get you in the queue to talk to Santa at 7.40 this morning. special toys under your tree and he'll be taking care of Christmas every day taking care of Christmas in his sleigh taking care of Christmas well, I wasn't going to go there but uh, for the uh, worst Christmas song <laughs> BTO taking care of Christmas I hate when artists do this uh, Cheap Trick did it too so I want you to want me I forget what the lyrics were, but that was another lame one as well. I'm Greg Morgan, and here is uh, 
just a an exciting kind of time of year that we're in right now. If you have kids, especially last night, maybe you were at the kids' Christmas concert. Aren't those young ones just hilarious? Hope you had a good time there. If that's was uh, if that was the case last night, and, and don't you think too that at a kids' Christmas concert in the evening, if they could just have some form of uh, sale of uh, you know a drink. <laughs> And a glass of wine. <laughs> They're missing out on a big fundraising opportunity when they, they have kids' Christmas concerts in the evening. But it is so cute to see the kids up there on stage. And uh, hopefully that was the case in your household if you have little ones. But yeah, the excitement is there. And sadness this morning. Now, I know Christmas isn't necessarily a great time for everyone. If you've lost someone, I can understand. That happened to me a number of years ago. My dad passed really close to Christmas. I feel for you. And uh, uh, sadly, even this morning, I have to tell you again about another fire. You'll remember not even two weeks ago, two people died in a house fire on Ray Street in North Central. Now, this morning, uh, 2100 block Winnipeg. A fire showed up on the scene early this morning and found two occupants on the second floor who were declared deceased on the scene. They're still on the scene and investigating here this morning, but uh, it's awful. And there are preventative tips, too, that can assist you through the holiday season. And that's where I wanted to bring Regina Fire Chief Lane Jackson in to the conversation here this morning with a few tips. And thank you for being here, Lane. Let's start with some of those uh, tips you could do uh, and we could use to prevent perhaps a Christmas disaster. Absolutely, Greg. And it it is a very busy time of year, very busy time. It's holiday season and it's busy time for the fire department, unfortunately, too, with a lot of fires and other uh, incidents that we go to. So cooking is still uh, one of our leading causes of fire. And, and we know the Christmas feast is coming and folks will be in the kitchen cooking, never leave it unattended, stuff on the stove or in the oven. They always want to be checking on it uh, regularly. Christmas trees, so folks will buy natural Christmas trees. They always need to be watered daily and kept away from any heat sources. They can be uh, quite combustible if left unattended and cared for. LED lights are definitely a lot safer than the old uh, type of lights. Some of the other electrical uh, safety, we always want folks to be very safe when using electrical, so avoid those overloaded outlets and octopuses and any pinched extension cords. So sometimes you have the Christmas tree quite a ways away from an outlet, so you're running an extension cord, and it's you, know, you just always want to be careful when, when using those type of devices too. A lot of candles get placed around the house for aroma. Sometimes you forget where you put them all if you have a lot of company, and that must be a problem too. Candle, we always have a couple candle fires a year. Had a couple already. So you always want to be safe when using candles. Hard, flat surface. Never leave the room and leave them unattended or with children. Lane Jackson, fire chief with me. If someone wants to purchase a fire extinguisher, what do you recommend? You know what we recommend, Greg, is a a multi-purpose dry powder, dry chemical fire extinguisher. So those ABCs, they're safe for almost any type of fires. So even they're good for flammable combustible liquids and they're safe to use on electrical. Your average house, if you had a five pound fire extinguisher, you're pretty good. When you're buying them, it'll it'll tell you what uh, type of service work you need or when they're when they should be replaced. So always read those manufacturer's instructions. Lane Jackson, fire chief. How often do you go to a fire that might have ended gravely and smoke detectors 
weren't even working. We do go to those uh, throughout the year, Greg, and it's very, very unfortunate. It is a time of season two to give those smoke alarms a check. We want you to be checking them monthly, but especially with all the busyness and the cooking and, and candles and everything else, and space heaters are another one, Greg, uh, that come out this time of year. We're fortunate it's been warm this year so far, but we know a cold snap is coming down the road. The space heaters come out, keep them a safe distance uh, from combustibles also. Good advice. We're almost into 2024. The new year's upon us here. Reflect with me on 2023. There was definitely some negatives with we lost lives in fires. Are we getting better? Are the numbers getting worse, better? What is it? Well, the numbers, unfortunately, Greg, uh, 2023, we exceeded the amount of emergency incidents that we went to in 2022. So we're up in uh, calls this year again and that's been our you know our five year even 10 year trend as we're steadily uh, going up each and every year what's pushing that up we've dug a little bit deeper uh, greg at some of the things we do know that uh, overdoses are are up in our community so that's a number two that we watch carefully and uh, can't stress enough to the folks to to make good decisions, in particular with with substance use too. So I uh, know it's a stressful time of year too. In that regard, we want everyone to be safe. One thing too is uh, we do go to a lot of uh, vehicle crashes. So you know we carry the jaws of life, and we're going to all kinds of vehicle crashes uh, through the through the year. And this year, a lot of folks are on the road, so I just want to uh, ask everyone to be safe while on the road. Slow down. I know it's a busy time of year and we're all rushing, but slow down and use good care and attention while driving, too. Lane, thanks for everything you do and uh, the entire Regina Fire Department. We appreciate you, and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, man. You bet. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, Greg. Seven twenty-four. Start the Evan Bray show. Evan Bray popping by, and uh, Evan, uh, I ask you this morning. Our uh, silly Christmas question of the day is: okay. uh, side dishes at the Christmas dinner table, or even treats that you don't think belong anymore, well, or that you just are <laughs> disgusted, or you loathe. I, I'm not a fan of jellied salad. Yeah, for some reason yeah. in my family, we always have a Tupperware bowl with a you know, green or purple jellied salad in there. Yeah. Please don't tell me your mom makes this and brings it because you've just hurt her feelings. Well, I I mean, various people have over the years. (laughs) I'm sure Linda has as well. But, but, you know, you take some, I'm not going to take it this year. Let me put it that way, because you take some, it mixes with your potatoes. Or the gravy. Yes, exactly. And now all of a sudden you've got, Green potatoes that you're eating. So you would outlaw any jelly. I don't need. I don't need it. I don't like marshmallow it. salads. Right. I don't like it. But I do disagree with you when it comes to cranberries. You're kidding. No, I I like cranberries with my turkey. Like uh, homemade, or do you accept the can? Yeah, I accept the can. Just stir it up so it doesn't take on that shape. <laughs> the rim you, of the can. <laughs> you still on the mentioned. Outside. Yeah. Yeah. What about just treats? Like uh, I find myself Greg, eating a lot more chocolate right now. Greg, look at me. I love treats. I love treats. I'll eat Christmas chocolates. And I will give my mom props. She makes peanut butter cups, yeah. homemade peanut butter cups. Okay. Oh, my gosh. What uh, What about uh, uh, the, the the butter uh, tarts? Um, 
Butter yes. tart? Yes, butter raisin tarts. Raisin or yes. no raisin? Love Gotta them. have raisins. Have them all. Okay. Have the pies. You do know food. Fudge. <laughs> you want me to go on? Fudge. <laughs> Christmas who's, bark. Who's, <laughs> who's making fudge and bark this year? I'm there. Okay. Well, uh, you can't pay for this snappy banter, can you? Really? No, anywhere else. No, That's no, why people tune in. 720 every yeah, morning. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, we think we're great. Now let's move on to how great your show is going to be. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's on tap so, today? So, I, I mean, I'm super frustrated by what we're seeing with electric vehicles. Oh, the, this is stupid. This, this timeline that the federal government has, in my view, is unrealistic. Yeah. And, you know, Greg, I've, I've said this numerous times in the last 24 hours. It's not about me being against electric vehicles. You and I someday, yeah. I'm sure, will own an electric I vehicle. I want one of those electric Ram trucks that they're coming out with. <laughs> there you That's go. That's what I want. There you go. Let's put it on your Christmas list. <laughs> I can't afford it. The, the point <laughs> is, that that's just it. What you just said yep. is, is it. The reality is... Is this doable for the average Canadian, for you and I, to go to electric vehicles, double the amount in the next year, and then totally phase out gas-powered vehicles by 2035? It seems unrealistic to me. And, and, I, and I've said it a number of times this morning. What about the long-haul trucks? Everything oh, on the farm. What about, yeah, vehicles on the farm, all the tractors. I mean, there's so much here, and, and I think this is another aggressive Tacked by the federal government. And we just heard from Pierre Polyev on my show yesterday. He's fired up a crane. He's got a wrecking ball on the end of the, <laughs> of the, the extension. And he, and he's basically ready to knock down half of the things that the liberal government are trying to stand up. Okay. Well, that is going to be open for discussion on your show. And uh, now I can see the temples in your forehead starting to breathe a little. Uh, so tell me, uh, lighten up a little. Anything else on your show? Well, it's Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener. Oh, we well, look forward to that. That every... might make you angry, though. Wade, Wade Murray, who many people know, he was a city councillor for a period of time in Regina. He was last week's winner. Saskatchewan's smartest radio listener. And so he's the reigning champ. He'll be on the show to, this morning. Uh, he will be reading out today's question. And you have a chance to prove whether or not you're the next champ. Okay. Evan Bray back here at 830.